Welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. Um, it's Miley doing the hosting tonight because KO is out and I am joined today with Crack and Corey. Wangiola may or may not be joining us soon, so time will tell. But Charlie, no, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Charlie, unprovoked attack. Unprovoked. They just the mention they... me name. Oh, if the guy there, you step in neck top. The guy no day, you step in neck top. Actually, they miss somebody. They deal with pregnancy issues. So if he comes, that's fine. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> please uh, let me just say that after the whistle podcast distances itself from these comments, we don't want to wow. be charged with left my dog with slander or libel or anything. I beg. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Equality matters. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how have you guys been this week? My team is stressing me, and I mean that that's that's how I've been. You pull, they carry two nil lead back to back. You don't let it. You there, ah, we will get to him. <laughs> we will get to him. You there, Alex. But something fun has happened this week. Like I was walking somewhere around work, and then someone walked up to me and he said, "He, uh, I'm smiley, right? He listens to the After the Whistle podcast, and like he listens to us regularly, and he's a big fan of the podcast. Blah blah blah. And you know, this wow. thing is very, it's very shout um, out. I didn't get his name. Okay, he, said, he mentioned his name, but I forget, mom. But <laughs> the thing is, wow. these things, it's, wow. it's very... You distance themselves from... Oh, we distance ourselves from from Spanish comments <laughs> and so. his lack of remembrance. Then my, then my head is a bit hot, but I'm just saying, like, Bro, it's one please, of those things I'm that it's as, nice I'm to see. As, I'm not as ungrateful as him. When you see me, I'll remember your name, guys. Yeah, but what you do is pay for the lunch. Let me just say that I appreciate it because it's nice to see like actual physical people listening to the podcast. Because we see the numbers and we know that plenty of people listen to the podcast, but to see people who you don't even know from anywhere coming up to you and saying that they listen to it, it's, it's very nice. It's a, it's a warm feeling. And Van Gelder has joined us finally. Tully, Van Gelder, what happened? Hi guys, good evening everyone. I hope you all doing well. Sorry for being late. Then for yourself. Some, then I did some place. I get Vista. You simply don't understand what you, you you call them the time. Oh, I know. That be why they tell you. you make everybody apologize. left them. At, no, if I make make, make me blast you first. <laughs> <laughs> you come give me time. You come last. You can't last him. I thought. You get the pregnancy appointment. Like for what channel? I'm so sorry, sir. Please, I'm sorry, guys. I hope your visitor is fine. My visa is fine. I go left you people early again because in bus they left in like one hour or something. Ah, why the bus you be the driver was? I for take and go the bus station. Why the person you know if you won't go the bus itself? Master, if somebody come Ghana first the, time, you go the, carry and go. The equipment they carry come. The equipment they carry come. We can do the job. You plenty so guys, I understand now. You dare choose. You choose. Hmm. Let's just let's just jump right into it because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So earlier this week we had um, the first leg of Champions League quarterfinal fixtures being played, and um, I don't quite think there were any major surprises in the results. Maybe the magnitude of some of the results might have been a shock, and I don't think any of really, you know, City beating Bayern three nil. It was. I think people expected City to win the first leg, but I don't think people expected them to win it so comprehensively to the extent that I think the tie should be over by it's now. Done, Corey, I, I think it's done. <laughs> to be honest, 
<laughs> it wasn't. It's not just about the scoreline or the performance. It, it, it's 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 what it meant. It's like they 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 blew Bayern off the field. Bayern not really have answer to to the malformation. Like you see, Tuchel not really get any any answers for 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 Pep. And with that cyborg up top, if they if they if they. Yeah. Bayern have to pull some wild crap out of their ass, man, for for for, for to overturn this because it would trump. City Let's talk can about. Be got to, but but Charlie, you you mentioned to uh, Tuchel not being able to see Pep in top, and that's a very very good um, point you've made, and something surprising for me because I quite remember that when they were in the Premier League. Tuko was holding Pep's neck almost every time they faced each other. And this time, he had no answers for him. And I think Van Gelder is one person who would be able to talk about it. Because you were on Personal? the... You were, you were benefiting from Tuko's good performances against Pep. So, how, what do you think went wrong? First of all, I think that uh, Upamecano is an up for Thomas Tuko. That's the first <laughs> thing I want to point out. Um, I think he set up his team well. I think that... They try to play their own kind of football. But the problem is that Pep, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, Pep entered that stupid 13-game unbeaten run, all wins, ten, that mood. He did that mood inside. It doesn't matter what you put in front of my city right now. You put Bayern Munich plus Man United plus everybody, pick the whole world best team, take Messi and Ronaldo, put the same team inside. Pep Guardiola's Man City will beat you right now. Right now, I'm talking to you. So, it was, if you watch the game properly, every like the tactics of both managers were, I, I can't say spot on because one win three, no, way the other looks like they were blown out of. But Bayern played very well on the day. Like, if, if, if you watch the game back or even if you watch the highlights, Bayern played very, very well on the day. But, Man City were just too efficient. Just Ooh, too yes. efficient. Ooh, and the yes. Bayern players were wasteful up front. Like, really, really, really wasteful. Sane, this guy, that, that guy, they, they says Gnabry, then since them all, them for pack them somewhere. Because, Charlie, and the defense, I don't know. Like, I can't, I, I can't remember how many times the Bayern team just, in, in like trying to play out of the back and Jan Sommer and then Upamecano will pass the ball and they will pass it straight to a City player. Like the press, this is Liverpool, the time Liverpool win the league, you know, Peak that press Liverpool. they need to do. Peak Liverpool press. The, hey, that one. This, Liverpool press. Charlie, that day, I to watch the game, you know what, it reminded me of the time I went to Stamford Bridge. Because, that be the day where me, I picked my say, Pep, Pep Guardiola, Nemasti. Yeah. Football, football. That guy's brain is hey, which big. Which guy sat so flex that way you put ignore like you know here no? See, I went, I didn't talk big in line there. See, it go to my mind. Why did they get matter? I just did talk big in line. No, I'm just. You could have just said. You could have just said if you watch the game live or a pep team's live. Why is it No, no, because Charlie, I don't do anything. All I talk be say it the cameo. Hmm, it's not flex. It's just that okay, as my it boss said, if, life. if you it's watch that. if you watch Pep Guardiola and his team live, bro, they are like demons. The understanding of zones and triangles and whatever that they, those people do on their pitch. 
No, it's it, and it's it's proper death death by a thousand Joe, cats. Joe, like Joe, what, Vangela, you know what you're talking be true. City be one of the first teams we make a CC. Uh, uh, IQ matters in for the football. Like the footballers level of like how smart they are. It matters in, when you're on the field. They are literally playing like they are actually thinking about what they're like what they're doing. Other teams play with like feel. But with City, they are thinking, and that's the difference. Their players are actually smart. The point at the end of the day is like Man City, yeah, they understand this football thing. Pep Guardiola, I don't. I used to be like, oh, Pep overthinks and things, but I think it's just the way he, this guy thinks about football, how he moves John Stones from center of the the back to become a defensive midfielder at a point, so that. Uh, Charlie, no, 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 no. The movement of his players, it's like it's in their blood. They don't need to, like, in contrast to my team, where we get a ball and we don't even know what to do with it. Man City, it's like they get a ball and they know exactly where everybody will be at every point in time. And that's exactly what Bayern couldn't live with. Like, they will punish every single mistake you do. If you breathe wrong, they'll punish you. That's how bad... And ridiculous that team is. You they, breathe wrong. Very efficient in, in he's what he said is efficient. They 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 are ruthless in the sense that if you make a mistake, they'll capitalize on it. Every error you make, they'll capitalize on it. They won't allow oh the chance will slip. Easy tapping. Nobody's trying to do any fancy things. Anyway, let's move on to the other major results from the Champions League fixtures. Um, I don't think that one was too much of a surprise. Real Madrid beat um Chelsea 2-0. I think but, it was. But let me just ask, I want to ask this specific question. Um Van Gelder, as a Chelsea fan, are you a bit um, satisfied with the results considering the fact that you ended with 10 men and 2-0 um, isn't... It's not a terrible defeat, all things considered. So, being, being satisfied with the results <laughs> indicates that I have any kind of hope that we go win the tie or something. Look, I think that Real Madrid were just wasteful on the day. Either they were wasteful or they, they never came out of second year. Either ways, we are terrible. But I think they should have beaten us much more than a, a, a 2-0. You know, we had to go down 10 men before they scored their second goal. But all throughout the game, they just kept carving us. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's Frank Lampard. That guy doesn't coach. He just tells you, remember, 2012, we won. You can do the same thing. Uh the basics of football is desire, heart, passion, nothing about tactics. So, me personally, I wasn't surprised because Lampard no wabon. So, I was just surprised that it was just 2 0. We, they should have, if Man City were, were the ones playing us, it would have been 7 or 8 0. I'm not even joking because those guys are just too efficient. Like, they don't make mistakes. If, they, if you make a mistake, they will make sure that you pay dearly for that mistake. So, yeah, I was surprised I was just two. But uh, I think, and I also think that Madrid was very wasteful on the day. They should have done much better than they did. So, basically, the game is done and dusted. Ah, have you seen what Brighton came to do at Stanford Bridge yesterday? <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion, not Barcelona, not Real Madrid. Brighton and Hove Albion came to Stanford Bridge <laughs> and had 26 shots yeah, at goal. We'll, we'll get to that one. Um, in other Champions League results, uh, AC Milan beats Napoli 1-0. Uh, 
Napoli was missing Osimhen. Hopefully, he might be back for the next leg, so we have more of a um, a battle in that game because I don't think they are quite the same team without Osimhen. And then finally, Benfica lost two 0 to Inter at home, which for me was a bit of a surprise because I thought Benfica was doing quite well. I thought they would be able to get a good result at home, but it looks like that game too might be might be over as it is. So moving on to the Premier League. This weekend was action-packed. A lot of very, very comprehensive results. A few surprises here and there. And like you guys were just saying, Man City, they just keep going on and on. And uh, they beat Leicester City quite comprehensively. 3-1. They never looked in doubt. They started the game. They were already all guns blazing. Nobody didn't give anybody any reason to doubt that they are come to get a result. So let me start with Crack because we haven't heard from Crack today. Um, what do you make of Man City's results and their chances of overtaking Arsenal? Because right now the team can be very, very tight. We haven't heard from me because the guy with the visitor has just been rushing through, saying everything. Because he's like <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually contributing like he's on the clock here, so he goes, so he's not giving room for others to contribute. But thank you for giving me this opportunity. So. If I'm getting it right, you asked me about Man City's chances now. And <laughs> Corey, what do you want to say? So they are I'm not doing anything. Um, hmm. Please, please respect yourself on mute, oh my Thank you, brother. So I think two weeks ago, last week I wasn't on the board, but two weeks ago we we're talking about I was praising us now for uh, their win like some of their mental toughness and now they are going with the games and all but in seeing them lose a 2-0 lead to liverpool and to west Ham, look it's cities it's cities to lose because <clears throat> it really city, is city are now in the third gear and teams see the fear factor when they are going to play city right now they don't really even attack city they just want to contain City and just lessen their chances of scoring them more. I watched a game, a game uh, straight facts, right? And I watched their game yesterday. I didn't even care to watch the second half because it was done and dusted in the first half. I didn't even want to watch the second half because <clears throat> I was going to tune in. They said we were taking Haaland over. I will forget it. And look, the kind of mental fortitude you need. In a title race with this demonic pep team, this this well oiled machine of a city. See what is done to Liverpool. Look, they played against Liverpool and they toyed with Liverpool. City is the only team that Pep can change his back for. Play Stones and Diaz, play Ake and this whoever they come in, they slot in because they are all ballers. It's like that cerebral cortex is 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 filled with. Biology, like bro, like I just can't. That's my, that's the doctor, that's the doctor. (laughs) I didn't want to hear your voice. (laughs) Anyways, so moving on, (laughs) like, look, I've seen City go on a thirteen winning streak, game winning streak, and win the league. I've seen them not drop points in twelve, ten matches, and win the league. 
the only season they lost the league to Liverpool was the COVID year. And I mean, they were inconsistent and a lot of things happened that year. And Liverpool snuck it. Since then, you have to work extra hard. They've been there. They've done it. They've seen it. Pepper has the blueprint. One of the days where you can actually say, oh, maybe the Champions League is going to be tougher on them. So maybe we they can't combine it. We were all it with hope. Forget it. It's the hope. It's the hope. What they did to Bayern Munich makes you understand that Pep actually had two good 11s. Even these bench players that are not getting to play safe can start and still dominate you. That is a well-oiled team. And what I saw, I don't see Pep dropping points to any team. Like, look, Haaland got injured. And they were still smashing teams without Haaland. They smashed, they smashed Liverpool without Haaland. They right? smashed Liverpool. Liverpool, bro. <laughs> they dominated <laughs> Liverpool without Haaland. They don't really need Haaland. Arsenal can never open points. their mouth and say, we think Ketia we will go dominate Liverpool. Come on, sit down, bro. Look, th- nah, this, this, this is crazy. And, and from what I've seen over the weekend, Arsenal dropping points. Because if you remember, Smiley, yesterday, when City won, I was like, then Morona, you go see no West Ham go drop last Arsenal. They had a Joseph, but I saw it come. When they went to New, I was like, West Ham are shit. Then I saw the lack of mental fortitude from Arsenal. They've not been there. The pressure is finally getting. Hmm. You have to go to Newcastle away, Brighton, and the Etihad. Four points that's, lead. That's that's with fucking City, tough games, with bro. A, a, a game played more than City, bro. That's dangerous territory. So, I mean, that's all I have to say on this. But um. Still on City. For me, I think it's a bit interesting or funny how, for once, City are in three different competitions going into the end of the season. And we are not really hearing a lot about them possibly doing a treble. Usually, in the seasons before this, every time we go into this end of the season and City are in three competitions and four competitions, you hear everybody talking about, is this the year City does the quadruple? Is this the year they do the treble? Is this the year? But this season, it's... For me, I think it's gone a bit under the radar. And yet, it seems to be their best chance of achieving it. Because at this point, the league looks <laughs> it looks very, very close. The Champions League, too, they are, in quite, they are in a very good position. The FA Cup, they are also in the semifinals. They have a very, very easy semifinal to contend with because they are playing Sheffield United. Wow, and what me, kind of fucking luck is that? And... I was looking at like the historics and everything, and the year United won the treble. First of all, Arsenal finished second by one point. Right now, City are in a title race with Arsenal. In that same year, United beat Arsenal in the FA Cup on the way to winning the FA Cup. City have already knocked Arsenal out of the FA Cup. And then finally, in the Champions League, United beat Bayern to win the Champions League. City are in a quarterfinal with Bayern, looking like they've already won the game. So, you guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, you 10 shout. being the most likely, the 10 being the most likely, how do you rate, how do you rate City's chances of winning the, the treble? Corey, let me start See, with you. Let, okay, I, I was just quickly about to chip in there. Yeah, go, on, go on, go on, bro. Go on, no, go on. No, because I was out, I also tell, um, this one is, usually we've seen them bottle it in the Champions League. We go like, oh, City are going to win the quadruple. We don't even say treble, we say quadruple. Because almost all the time they were in the finals of uh, the Carabao. You understand? They were in the finals of the Carabao. So we're seeing it. So we're always saying that, oh, they're going to win the Carabao. Uh, 
quadruple then we see them maybe brain fat in the fa cup or like we see them um, drop out in the champions league and things but it's rather people not caring about city because they know they can do it right now with Haaland and things. you understand it's like talisha let me come off and they finally do and we know they care we don't go ip again but yeah yeah that's the mentality people have now so it's not really a big deal because they will do it me i don't even see united beating uh, them in the finals even if we get there honestly i don't i don't see it but Charlie, me they don't do it that's all i have so, to say so you're giving them a 10 over 10 chance i'm giving them a 10 over 10 that they'll do the treble hey nice one koi you Charlie, the 10 10 they go hard for me because my allegiances <laughs> don't allow me to to give them a full 10 but low key low key and they give them maybe some 9 or 9.5 because I've seen uh, Charlie. I've seen my people, and and we did try, but Charlie, we 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 don't reach this standard. And honestly, right now, the only thing that can help is, is a is a is a, a wrench in the in the in that engine. And that engine, if you throw wrench in, I'm safe. Eh? The wrench, they go massacre the wrench, then just <laughs> like nothing is from the fucking engine, bro. That thing, that thing they have up top is the difference. Because that guy is no human, bro. It, it, like that things, it, it's like nothing affects him. Charlie, we we can only hope because me, I will give them the nine point five. I will give them the nine point five. Charlie, Charlie. I, I've seen too too much of this trend over the years. What you mentioned, it be it be written. It's almost like it's written in the stars some way. They vex me some way, <laughs> but I for swallow up some way. It be then things home. But it'd be there like the whole time I was hoping oh, when City drew, when Arsenal drew or oh, who was it when they beat us and then they drew to Nottingham Forest. I said, Oh, Charlie, God, they want us, bro. God, know how they watch ball. God, know how they watch ball. Because what that, that this, this man is doing with City 9.5, bro. Van Gelder, City's chances of doing the treble. I don't know. I'm struggling because. Uh, Champions League in particular, uh, I don't know. Real Madrid is still in it. Do I think Man City can uh, beat Real Madrid? I, I, do I think Man City can beat Madrid? Yes. Does my head allow me to admit that what my heart is saying is the most likely outcome? No. <laughs> because last year, that's exactly what we all thought. And Madrid just beat everyone today. Uh, you know, Van Gilder, you make a very good point. Born not a follow formula Mm-hmm. Born not a follow formula. This West Ham game, do you, do you, I'm coming. Do you, this West Ham game, eh? What crack said that he thought it was going to be a draw? Eh? Everybody throughout the whole week say they were they were already looking at City at the City game and things. I say, you people, eh? It be these West Ham's then these fucking Southamptons then if he can't <laughs> cause you problems, so you know, be like put City aside. That one it be cool L or something. But these small teams that are fighting for their lives. When we're two 0 up, Lampard's eh, Chelsea, dude, come that there. complacency, we'll be there no matter what, <laughs> that complacency I saw from from Arsenal at two 0 we thought that we we could, we could just stroll for the rest of the game. You're fucking joking, bro. And City would press down the meta, they would accelerate, give you three, four, then 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 six, seven, then J everybody. But we know that's why I say we not reach, we not reach. So Vangora, I didn't get uh, the. What chances are you giving? I, I will City? give eight. I'll give an eight because eight. anything can happen with the league. Like, is, is it very likely that City go on and win the league? Yes. 
But also, like, at the moment, I just want to respect that Arsenal is four points ahead. So, you know, let's see how that goes. And then the Champions League, I, I just can't overlook the Madrid factor. So, I will give an 8 over 10 that they can make the treble. It doesn't mean I don't think they can do it. I just think there are a few hurdles that they have to clear in order to do it. And I will rate them very highly, honestly, if they are able to 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 get the treble. Like it, it will it will take how much I rate them a notch higher than it currently is. I am confidently telling you people that City will whoop Madrid this time around. Look, Madrid Madrid's run, Madrid's, Madrid's run last season was beautiful. It was fine. They came back a lot of times and they were never down and out of it. When you count them out, they'll come. But before we started recording, I was talking to Corey and I was telling him about that chance Grealish missed. Do you, Vangela, do you remember that chance on the line? That he yeah. was simple tapping and he missed. That could have turned the game on his head. What the City lack last is a talisman. Yes, so they made a deep run into the Champions League. Am I lying? They missed a talisman. They missed a focal point. Madrid. Madrid's defense this time will have to deal with Haaland, that monster. And if you people are not seeing something, there's a new pattern where this guy's all-round play is improving. He's passing. It's link-up. You, you wasn't seen it, eh? They moved the ball very fast. If it comes to him, no... Do you see yep, he has his assist. In the, do you see the assist? Bro, as well? in the bro. League, the guy is improving and he's picking. Like, you have a guy who doesn't fucking care if he has seven touches in the game. If he has five touches in the game, that's not his job. What human he just wants to this? score. Whether he uses his ear, he uses his knee, anywhere, he just wants the net to cry. And that will be the difference against Madrid. Pep has found this formula where he can play four flat center backs. And it will make his defense solid. Me, I'm sticking to the 10 over 10. Well, I just like Van Gelder, I'm trying very hard uh, to overlook the Madrid factor, but it's very, very difficult to do so because I don't know, Madrid, their football doesn't. It really touched you, eh? Madrid, their football doesn't follow logic. Like, they, they just have that extra thing in them that's. You can't really quantify. So, for me, I think I might give them a 7 over 10 because I think they're definitely winning the Premier League. I think they're definitely winning the FA Cup. So, the Champions League is, is here and there. So, I'm giving yeah, them a 7 over 10. Everybody's giving 7, 8, 9.5, 10. Say, you know, Nadia, we are all, they are all in the 8, 8, 8. I, know, I was going to say, then the average be like, what, 8, 9. Meaning it's time. Exactly, exactly, exactly <laughs> happening, bro. I, I, mean, thought somebody was, I thought somebody was going to give a five or something. But. I mean, the double there, the double there, it be, be guaranteed. Because I know United, like, United, with all the injury issues and things that have come up, there's no way we are beating them in the FA Cup. Even the FA Cup, going past Brighton alone, self, they shake me small. So, do you, I, I don't, even, do you even, if they play Akhares in, in, in the FA Cup and Palmer and things, then fees still bang you. That's the problem. Uh, City, they like I, I just don't see any team besides City winning the FA Cup. But moving on from City, the other people who I don't want to call bottlers who they're in the title race with, <laughs> Arsenal drew with West Ham today two two. For the second game in a row, they threw away a two goal lead to drop points. 
it looks like like from everything we've said about city so far it looks like uh, um, that bottle job is nearly complete cory would you agree um to a large extent yes i have to i have to be honest um i don't think we did ourselves any favors this weekend i think i don't think the team is playing with pressure but i think we were complacent thinking that Tuning up against West Ham, relegation, uh, uh, dogfight, they ain't really got anything in the tank. And Asamega said this thing a couple of years ago that a 2-0 two, a two, two is a very dangerous scoreline. One, they, they, they get one back, it wakes the stadium up. With that, they're playing at home, especially away. They're playing at home, you get that push, and, and, and they're back in the game. And that's exactly what happened to, today. Why Pate is trying to flick a ball over Declan Rice in front of our box, I, 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 I don't understand. I mean, yes, we are playing with confidence and they are not. It's like the Leonardo is a false sense of security. And then the first time that they passed the party in that sense, he, 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 they were just, they stood off him, he turned around, he dribbled forward and stuff like, like that. The second time they pressed him and they, and they won the ball and then they, they got the penalty from, from that. Soft penalty, questionable. Uh, it was still a pen. They, they scored it. We had a chance to put it 3-3-1. Three, 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 and honestly, that's where I feel as though City and Arsenal have maybe a little bit of difference in, in that ruthlessness. Like, when you put the ball on the, on the ground, you're like, I'm scoring this because we didn't hear the 3-1 and we need to win this and we, are, and we didn't move on. Like, there's, there's no heart and emotion about it. Like, City, sometimes I feel played like there's no emotion. They are just here to score you and leave. Like, I, I, like they don't care if your stadium is rocking, where, 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 whether you are, you, you are, like they don't care. And I don't think Arsenal have reached there yet. We've tried really well to go to the toe with City till till now. It's hard with, with the monster up front and and. But I want to also look at Arsenal's season in its full context and based on what we did last season to this season. If we win it, we can still win it. But that means not losing to City, which is nearly fucking impossible. And it also means winning the rest of the games, which include Newcastle away, which include Brighton, which includes Southampton. That everybody thinks is going to be an easy game. I don't think so. Uh, which, especially now that we've drawn question marks in your head, title pressure, all that crap. Also, really need to just get on the field, do your job, and get off the field. Like, there's no time for for emotions and being caught in the story and all that crap. It's carried us to a large extent through, throughout the season. We've been focused on improving, but going toe-to-toe with this city, look at what it's done to Liverpool, man. Those guys <laughs> those, those guys went to toe, what, two, three years and, and they're fucking knackered. Like, like that, that is all it is. They are tired. Mentally, spiritually, physically, Mind, body, and soul, the entire Gakpo camp, they, you, see, you see the tiredness in the boys in my eyes. It's not e- easy. And Pep makes it harder every season because unlimited funds. You've got this monster up front. This is the thing, yeah. unlimited funds. Like, like what, 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 what are you, you going to do? I mean, it's really good. I was telling Craig even before we started, it's really good for football and the narrative of football that... Arsenal win this over City. But a lot of fans also don't want Arsenal to win it. They'd rather City win it because nobody really cares if City will win it. You, you know, know, I actually agree with that. Like, 
aside my pep agenda and everything like i just think it's a good thing for english football when you have different winners because city yes. are really turning everything into a joke and if another it, team wins this it says something even just for the for them for that whole um aura of the most competitive league in the world and everything that they are trying to push exactly. if arsenal end up winning it that would mean that in the last um in the last eight years i think since 2015 you would have had chelsea winning it you would have had city you would have had liverpool you'd have had leicester in addition to arsenal so that's five teams winning the league exactly in, since 2015 that's a very nice thing to boast about when you are talking about how is the most competitive league and everything so me yeah deep down if arsenal had won it aside the fact that it would have been painful on the in the in the sense that arsenal fans are annoying and as a united fan i think arsenal fans are probably the ones bro, we dislike bro, the most me, of I course normal i want to interject look me this um argument you people talk about where you're talking about the competitiveness of the league and all those things and what pep is doing is downing the premiership i don't see it that way anybody that actually wants to do argument with nuance with points and you actually appreciate it more because what this guy has to do to win the league is not every season every season this guy is investing look you know like a perfect marriage like see the guy you've got a very good coach with unlimited budget where when he buys a 50 million player and he flops he can replace him with a a 60 million player do you get what we are saying about that so like it it will be easy for him to win the league I don't want Arsenal to win because me, I don't want these guys are fucking annoying. I don't want them to win. You think I want Pep? I have Pep agenda as well. You think say me I won't make Pep to win? I don't give a fuck because if Pep even wins six Premier Leagues in a row with uh, uh, um, City, said where they go rank amongst the best in the in the EPL, they won't be there. People get eighteen, people get eleven, people get True. who they go catch. It's a, then it's they a long record. With, then they battle with Chelsea. They're my mates. You understand? Them to blood money. Where they take enter. <laughs> you understand? So there are no people on a mate. So anybody will go try to do that. Oh, the league isn't competent. Oh, boo hoo. No, but no, no, no. It's not about the, the lack I don't of want Arsenal no. to win. Leave me as Liverpool win. You know the way pay me. As Why? Liverpool. See, I say Pep win. I don't even know any Liverpool fans. You don't know any Liverpool fans. Hey, Apart don't... from Omi, I don't think I know. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, what's his name? See, Fred, after, yeah, yeah. after Arsenal fans, eh? Liverpool fans are the worst in this whole Riasia team. And me, I'm coming just, from a Chelsea fan. I yeah, you. we are we are quite cool actually. The Chelsea irony, are, you people, you are the Chelsea fans are very, Chelsea cool, very very cool. You Chelsea know the fans team. are the most annoying and most rowdy. You put the you, talk by heart, just by heart. Just because we always have civil you, war just do doesn't this mean anything. out of every ten Toto drivers you go find like eight be Chelsea fans. They're more just be, rowdy. They, and they, more... That be that be sick of them. My listen to play Chelsea. Let's be calm. Let's be calming <laughs> down. Press. Let's be coming down. Press. You are saying why, why like as Asian left, they left for what? They stay forever. That was the, the my best right to a reason to be there, and they stay forever. <laughs> Moreno and Asian. So don't like don't look like Moreno said not come second, come here and say Charlie Charlie. Trotro <laughs> driver lives matter. That's all I have to say in all this. Trotro <laughs> drivers no do you put anything. Just them catch three bullets. Just like that. Quashe boys. 
Round boys. Every question boy I know be a we encounter him before be a be man you fan, but that's besides the point. That's that's very inaccurate because if you go there, people where then they dig, then they dig the grave for this one. They don't want be Chelsea fan. How is it? How did you get there? Then how did you get there? I tell you. How is it? Chelsea grave 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 dig diggers be. See, me. I just I'm, I'm a bit disappointed now, so I'm not even gonna lie. And I get it because they're also quite a young team, so I think it's kind of like expected that they will capitulate small. I just didn't think that they wouldn't be able to respond this week following the draw that they had last week with Liverpool. I was expecting that after the draw with Liverpool, where it felt like one point gain instead of two points lost, they'll you know take advantage of this that. Is definitely two points dropped. Yes, this one is definitely two points dropped, right? And as he said, Corey mentioned teams. He no mentioned the most important team where they or that team, the teams we asked now for play. No, he no mentioned. Frank Lampard at a at Emirates Stadium. I'll be there no matter what. 29th May, it'll be 29th, 19, 29th April or something. I know they carry the date. Now, All if it's not me, go there to his night me, then go watch ball for them. See, you go watch for them. You go watch grounds men as they cause grass for them. <laughs> and then they go watch the grass. See, see all I know be saying. See, see the end when? <laughs> end of me, middle of me or something like that. Oh. End of me, because uh, so the so World Cup breaking. That'd be the last, yeah, last game. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, 29 me. Me, all I know be say, I'll be there no matter what. Whether them go score me or we go score them, somebody go lose that game. We either say them go score we we go go relegation or then we go score the way they no go win the league. But at the end of the day, me I'm I'm quite sad to be fair because I I don't like Arsenal, but I think I've come around to accepting that maybe just maybe their fans deserve this because hey, me and my team we are not bad often and this year it's been hard it's been really hard and if you have been going through this for like twenty years, it no easy. So at least if you if you can win some league or something, hmm? somebody said Napoli them are all cruising to the winning it, and then there's Arsenal who is being chased by a maniac with a robot up top. So at, <laughs> at the end of this day, I make sad say it's looking likely that Man City will overtake Arsenal because now they beat Arsenal, then it's down to one point. Actually, they beat Arsenal and win their game in hand. They lead Arsenal by two points. So. It's kind of sad that this is where we are. And I hope that something can happen. But if it comes down to it, I'm just telling you point now. If it comes down to it, that that Chelsea-Arsenal game, what will decide if Arsenal will win them or not. Just know I'll be there no matter what. And it will end in tears. <laughs> I don't, for either of us, by the end of the day, somebody will cry. Anyway, moving on from title challenges to relegation battles. Chelsea lost to Brighton. But oh, see, uh, relax. Hey, smiley, yes. my boy. Hey, there's smiley, no my need. boy. There's see, no need for us to be violent. No, 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 Bangalda. No, 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 no. Make smiley land. <laughs> smiley, Bangalda, my boy. Smiley, you just be my boy. Make it land. I beg the wrong way there, front. <laughs> repeat them again. Repeat them again. Moving on from title challenges to relegation battles, Chelsea lost to Brighton two-one at home. And the thing about this defeat wasn't the result because. It, these things happen. You can lose to set, there are certain teams that if you lose to them, I don't think there's too much shame in it. But I think the manner of the defeat was something that really needs to be talked about because 
It was very embarrassing what Brighton did to Chelsea. And I've seen teams lose 5-0, 6-0 and play better than how Chelsea played on Saturday. Brighton had about 70% possession in the game. They had over 20 shots to Chelsea's Mew, less than 5 Mew. or so. It was a complete uh, and total domination. Who was playing and Chelsea was playing at home, I which is what makes it... I, I, just, I just wanted to, to, to make that point. And I think um, I saw a stat that said, since 2015, only about four times has a team had 30% or less possession at home. I think two of those games were against Man City, which is very understandable. One of those games was against Liverpool. And then there was Brighton against Chelsea. So that's the type of level you should expect to face when you're having that little possession at home. But you're playing against Brighton and you have 30% possession. So Van Gilda, how do you feel about that performance? The results, oh. yeah, like the results are understandable, but the performance oh, me, in particular. Me, I, I, I come to sit here and act like what Corey said last week is not true. Corey, shout out to you, by the way. We all like I also rate Lampard much less than I rate uh, England coach of Griffin. Southgate. Southgate. And uh, straight bullets. Uh, and <laughs> and and two weeks in a no. row, your man can straight bullets for you. See <laughs> straight straight, bro. <laughs> see, it's not even a lie because smiley, there's this thing that we always see. It, it, it's a joke that we always but it's not a lie. If as a player when they say what are your attributes and all we can talk about are intangibles then you have no business being called or said that you're a good player because that immediately we know you're a bad player <laughs> if as a manager all you this guy has been here three matches we've lost all three in all the three matches we've 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 considered at least eight shots on target three I think in total you've considered about 50, 50 shots, shots and at least 34 of them have been on target. Way. 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 Hey, Goji. Me. Now I'm seeing it. Even for me in Chelsea, I can no, coach. But, but honestly, what, what, did, what, did they, what, what did they really expect? Because even in his first spell at Chelsea, where they said Lampard was good, blah, 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 and since Go and see the number of goals he conceded. Even though they scored more, look, he was, he was the third worst or so in terms of um, goals conceded. You can go and check. Like Chelsea, they were just letting goals. There was this one match they played against Liverpool. Was it five four or something like that? And that was was it a cup match or a league match? One of them. Bro, we played four four with Ajax at home in Champions yeah, League. Like, See, Lampard has never been. As for Lampard, as for Lampard, everything, everything. So me, I knew it's it not even. Bad. You see, you are even saying that he he's not a good defensive. The guy can't coach. Full stop. He can't coach. <laughs> Me, I can coach better than him. Or in all the time he has been here, like we always say, oh, Potter doesn't have you know the attitude of a top manager for a big club, blah blah blah. And uh, if he did press conference, he if he talk maybe okay today we tried to you know move the ball quick up the field and we couldn't do it because maybe so so and so and so. Bro, this guy can we lose three matches every day? The basis of the football is not there. What's the basis of the football? Heart, desire. <laughs> nothing about tactics every day every four seconds heart desire nothing about tactics where you're coaching is this coaching like bro, me the guy say he don't know say madrid will be this good or oh, madrid uh, no that, actually that's not you see that's not, i don't that's not the full quote but 
if you day down there, everybody they feel take anything where anybody they talk. But the truth of the matter is that, and today, this evening, the athletic reports that since Lampard came in, tactical sessions with the team has reduced drastically. And he has been trying to improve the players personally. What is the improvement? Try to let them understand what it means to wear the badge. Wow. That's what he has been trying to do. So, I say passion and this one is a crime or it's not a, a good motive. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I'm not saying that passion or whatever is not important to all I'm saying is that wabon wabon and this guy will know wabon and that is why we are not winning. Vangela, I have a question for you, right? Yeah. Sorry, Vangela, I have a question for, 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 for you, yeah. Sure. Do you think Lampard is at the do you think they can sack Lampard? before the 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 end of the season i think that they shouldn't have hired him in the first place i get the import of why they would want to do it which is they need time to make a decision because they've been bent by that rash decision they made to sign potter in the first time so as any normal thinking adults i would expect that you wouldn't take the same route to it again however if you are going in for an interim, I did not expect that you will go from statistically Chelsea's West manager to the second West manager statistically, who is now probably <laughs> going to be the I West manager. The decision, man. like, that Lampard decision to bring bad. and and the end, I Sorry. think. You see the way your man they talk nicely. Do you remember when we were trying to talk about the uh Corey and Smiley? When we were trying to talk about ownership, ownership. Did they allow us to talk? Bro, you don't make me lie. He said, make me get one of money up. Get your money up. What was on this guy's head? Everything was on Potter's head. Get your money up, boy. He liked it. I really wish KO was here. I don't want to make this guy finish it. I don't want to make it finish it because everything was on Potter's head. Everything was Potter's for blah, blah. We were like, look, this guy is confused over there. Oh, he has put this guy in place. He brought Brighton from this. We're like, see, all the blame can go to Potter. Even though Potter wasn't good at Chelsea, he was still set up to fail. No, 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 What have we seen? No, no, no. You see, me, I don't have a problem. Roberto De Zerbi came into Brighton 10 days after Potter uh, left Brighton. Do we see the football? Did he need a preseason in order to get his team Brother. functioning? Brother. We've seen he, he Unai Emery. We've seen Julian Lopetegui. Also, did they have twenty something players brought in, bro? Do that is bro, not a comparison. Do you don't, can don't, make. don't even do this. If if this guy Dzeby starts at um, Brighton zero ten seven, nobody will give a fuck. Don't do this. No, the, the spotlight is not on Brighton. The spotlight is not on Villa. Nobody fucking cares about Villa and, and Brighton and all. People are talking about Dzeby because he's punching above his weight. Do you get it? He's doing amazing. That's why he's being noted. If he's being shit, nobody will give a fuck about him. So, so if basically, Rogers, so wait, 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 wait. I beg, with, with, smile, uh, uh, crack at the back, at the left. So, make I just point. Let me just ask this question. Then you go talk about, talk about that. So, basically, what we are saying is that a coach comes in and for seven months, we can't identify the style of play he wants to play. He chops and changes every moment of every time that he gets with a team doesn't have any recognizable pattern of play or identity. But some way, somehow, when other coaches do it, it's because they they don't have the spotlight on them. And he he's the only one who has the spotlight on that them. That is okay, not what we cool are vibes. saying. We, I'm letting you know that, bro. I am saying that nobody's saying Peter, Peter was amazing or he's blameless. The thing is that he wasn't the only one that was supposed to carry the blame. That's all I'm letting you know. And we are letting you understand. 
And my question okay. was, do you trust this ownership to make good decisions? Simple. Because so far, the decisions have been very questionable. And that's, and, and, and that's again, I've never shied away from the fact that their decisions have been questionable. I've always said that, yes, I think that they've made a lot of mistakes. But that's what happens when you get people that don't know the game who are learning on the job. That one is to be expected. Whether it's going to be this much or not, that one, I don't know. Whether the level of incompetence that has been displayed so far is beyond proportion or whatever, that one, again, I don't know. But I have always expected that they will make mistakes. I have always expected that they will get decisions wrong. My point is that, and that's why I've always stuck to the coaching and the tactics. If we put that down, that is the base of the team. Fine, the owners may be making decisions that are not great. The owners may be making mistakes. That's fair. But at the end of the day, the onus is on the coach to put out a team. Bruno Sota had never selected an 11 before. And Chelsea has played much... The last four games we've played, or last five games we've played, we played much better than the guy who has who just finished his coaching by just and has never picked a first 11 before than somebody who has coached Chelsea for 18 months, coached Everton for 18 months, and is back. We, we look like, you know, if you can pass the ball three or four times... We, we, you can pass, you know, through our defense and do whatever I want to do. At the end of the day, me, my point is, Frank Lampard is an absolutely terrible manager. I do not, I understand why they wanted to get an interim coach in. I even understand why they chose Lampard because they were losing the crowd in the stadium and they are the people who buy season tickets and you can't, they are the main people that handle or that supports the club. But at the end of the day, they will learn that Frank Lampard is an absolutely terrible manager. I think he's bent all his bridges ever coming back to Chelsea or managing you at the see, top end. He has to do something extraordinary to even get a job in the Premier League again. And that's that's my opinion. Uh, uh, Van Gelder said something where I won't carry everybody. He said the decision makers know. Right now, Chelsea have hired the correct individuals to make the decisions going forward. And so... Them are future decisions go be go beyond or like with, with the footballing uh, inclination, that footballing knowledge go day in them at decisions. But to be very honest, those people are still there, and you still put a contract in front of Frank Lampard. We can't we can't help you there. I again, I, I I can't help them too because if you want, uh, you could they could have even hired they could have gone to Bergus heading or something. I don't know Lampard really. I can do a better job than I. And the thing is that there are interim coaches. There are coaches that come to stabilize and then they bounce. Van Gaal. Uh, they, they'll say dead times uh, goose hitting. Uh, dead times Ancelotti. They'll come stabilize. They'll win you something one or two and then they're out. This guy, he can't even stabilize his own life. See, how <laughs> you feel, how you feel, hire somebody who failed at Chelsea. Left, went to Everton, failed miserably at Everton. And lesser club, but they said, they said, when Lampard left Chelsea, they said, oh, the club be too big. But now if we start out with something normal, they see how we, that one day, then, then, so we say, okay, you know, yeah, well, Everton gave him a chance. This guy took Everton to the brink, <laughs> to the brink of relegation, and then they fired him. When they fired him, this guy was out of the job. The fact, look, this season we've had 12 managerial casualties or 13. This, this, this guy was available when other people were getting fired. Yet nobody looked to pick up the phone and ask anybody get uh, Frankie in, in, in contact. Make we ask him, say, oh, as he did the break now, he, he, he would love to jump back in. 
no nobody nobody asked that question so for me for chelsea to then get up put contract in front of this guy and say charlie we need some stabilizing factors we are losing the crowd lampard that's who's coming to save you come on bro <laughs> you'll be see, dead before like, that, I much understand. I that was that much i see him for the crowd is i know they then they take give up and <laughs> and it's one of the dumbest decisions ever <laughs> We saw when the, the guy basic of Everton. owners wouldn't have made guy, that mistake. <laughs> like when I saw it, I was so happy. I was so happy that I know to the end of the season I'll have joy in Chelsea's de- de- demise. And the funny thing is that see, do you not say the team only can take over for United as interim himself? This Chelsea team is way better than that. Himself, he no go. Who is this Chelsea team not better than? See of the, course, they've spent the over there, 600, there, there, there. 600 million. Somebody spent 600 million pounds. How did they, you can't compare. Ah, Chelsea. Anyway, moving on. Um, United finally won 2 0 away as Nottingham Forest today, making it three wins in a row. And um, despite the fact that United have a lot of players missing through injury, it was still a very good performance. And I think it's been three good performances in a row, even including the Sevilla game where they dropped. Uh, they gave away two goals, despite playing very well for most of the game. And then everything that happened. So, um, Crack, um, what do you make of United's chances of finishing in the top four? Is top four a done deal for United? Oh, yeah, it's a done deal. Top three is a done deal. That one, yeah, it's not. It's a done deal. The Champions League, United are going to make it. Like, it's it's a done deal. Let me see. Maybe because with the injuries, we might drop points again. But with the top four, it's a done deal. Because Spurs are not any better, and Spurs are the biggest threat. Brighton too are coming, but they also going to drop points at the point. Like, but yeah, the top four there is a done deal. It's a done deal. Because we even with the injuries, we still have enough team to stabilize and just pick up some wins here and there. Because if you look at our upcoming schedule it's like we've played all the big teams already we are just going to go to Tottenham and Tottenham is not a big team like that and I don't fear them they are bottless so the, the Champions League yeah, is a done deal we are going for me you remember how I said in the entire United team Casemiro is the one player who when he's not around I don't trust them to get a result yep. and guys were saying Oh, but Rashford be the guy. Rashford is the one scoring all the goals and stuff. And I think the Sevilla game and this game just proves to me that even when Rashford is not around, the goals will come from somewhere because he creates a lot of chances. The Sevilla game under normal circumstances, that would have been a secure 2-0 because United dominated the game for like 75 minutes, 80 minutes before everything just collapsed in the end. But um, in addition to this, um, this result, what do you think United's chances are of also winning at least two trophies? Because United, technically, United are also in three competitions um, at the moment. Even though the Premier League, we all know that we are about fifteen points behind Arsenal. It's probably it's not it's not it's it's still mathematically possible, but we all know that yeah, it's very far away. So, yeah, what do you make of what do you make of United's chances of winning? Both the FA, in fact, it could be a, a three trophies because United have already, already won the Carabao, so United could also win the um, Europa and FA Cup in addition to the Carabao. So just like City, what do you think United's chances are 
of winning three trophies this season? Um, two over ten. Two wow. over ten because I don't look. I don't see us beating. Uh, I don't see us beating uh, City in the finals. That's just like I don't see us because we we look. We've been ravaged with in, in, No Martinez. Me, yes, Martinez is our kingpin. In and Varane question mark. We like it all. Varane will come back, but I only trust Varane next to Martinez. I don't trust Varane next to um, Lindelof. I don't trust Varane next to uh, Maguire. And probably I I might trust um, Varane next to uh, Shaw because it has worked. But then I don't trust Malaysia as left back. So that's another dilemma. You understand? Right now, injuries are what is going to derail our season because, as I said, in the beginning, when we're winning, up to now, we've still won more games than any other team in Europe. You understand? But what I was telling you that background was our team being fit. When our first 11 is out there, only a few teams can beat us. And that is true. Your worst to be a draw. And we've seen it in glimpses where when our team is fit, bro, we're smacking people. If you want my brother, my, my, uh, Martial was out and we rushed for there, and we know uh, Vegas have we're smashing people. It's only a miracle we want a, we want a, a trophy with Vegas uh, striking. It's a miracle. And it's still a miracle with what we are doing with him over there. But that's neither here nor there. I still think we have a, bet, a good chance of winning the Europa. So when it comes to titles, that's a 7 over 10. But when it comes to uh, 3, that's a 2 over 10. I don't see us um, completing the trouble like that. Uh, and also, as I'm saying, there's banging on injuries and availability because Canacho, I don't even know when he's coming. Impact off the bench, we don't have that. I don't know when Rashford comes back, whether he's going to need games to settle in. Today, too, Sabinus got injured as well, <laughs> just warm up. You understand? And I don't trust Maguire. I don't trust our back. With the midfield, too, with Casemiro over there, Ericsson is now still finding his legs. So I can say with Casemiro, Ericsson, and Bruno midfield, that's solid. But then with the attack to Sancho, is giving two out of ten performance. I don't know what to tell that boy. God is the only one that can ice and <laughs> So, yeah. So I need Rashford back. I need Canacho back. His impact off the bench. I miss them. I need Baran 2 back. Yeah, but with the Europa, bro, we have a chance of making it. Because I've seen Lindelof and Maguire go to the Europa final. Even though this time around, our Europa part has been the most difficult ever. But I still think we have enough quality to make it out there, even beat Juve in the next round. But we need our players fit. So, one last time, for the 3, 2 over 10. For the 2, 7 over 10. Corey, what, do you, what chances do you give United of winning three trophies this season? Um... I have to give the unbiased version, don't I? Oh, bloody yes, um, <laughs> three trophies. Oof. FA Cup, nope. Not, not if City are still in it. Um, I, I can give you guys the Europa. I, I, I think, I think you, you guys have enough in the tank, or you should have enough in the tank. Your manager is good enough to, to win the Europa. I don't know whether teams like Juve and things can pull out some surprise performances and things. Depending on how much they want it, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys maybe three trophies. Uh, there's a possibility, but but beating Charlie beating City good draw. Uh, um, I'll give you guys like a four out of ten. 
to be honest. But before, you know what? Even before you jump onto this thing, I just heard some, some news that Chelsea really did like the look of Vincent Company. As 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 the man knew, <laughs> as the man knew, I didn't know that. I make serious. It be from the times. It be it be it be serious yeah. link with it. So they, they my mind did uh, Vincent Company, but that's just by the way. So yeah, for companies, for, for companies own good, I hope he doesn't he doesn't pay attention to them because I like him as a manager. I hope he he manages to carve a good career for himself. So I don't want him to make any stupid decisions to end. So what Chelsea be stupid decision, bro? <laughs> anyway before we uh, head out there's one more thing that we have to do and that's the would you rather segment even though Keo is not here he's given us the would you rather question of the week so for this week it is would you rather be I'm guessing as a manager would you rather be a gracious loser or a petty loser Yo, nigga, I'm petty, bro. Loki, <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, man. I, 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 I like, I'll always give that facade of, oh, I'm trying to be gracious, but I'll always put in those slight digs that will make me look like an asshole. Loki, I'll be petty. I'll just take that one. The gracious loser, see, if you be, if you be loser, way, you be great, gracious, Charlie. You they, you they take else easy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I'll be petty. Crack. Petty, petty, petty. <laughs> The better team won. I'm going to blame the wind. I'm going to blame the grass. I'm going to blame PGM well everything for for inside, bro. I'm going to blame the canteen. I'm going to blame the kitchen. I'm going to blame the players' head. I'm going to blame myself. Then rather give you props. Nah, fuck off, bro. I lost. What is the meaning of? I believe in you, crack. I believe. Man, I'm petty. I'll not even go acknowledge you. Yeah, you won't. Cool. Go away. Thank you. That's all, folks. That's what I'm doing. Me, mom, my role model when it comes to press conferences is Mourinho. So you already know what my answer will be. We need those type of characters. People will never accept that. Because be there. a good loser is not a good winner. If you're a good loser, they will say, you know, you are not red. You will not... be a good loser for Frankie. <laughs> The best managers are usually not good losers. Like, by all means, there will always be something that you want to blame. There's Have you seen Pep as he lose before? You ever seen him for press conference? Hey. <laughs> See, That's if I be a reporter, self, my heart would cut say I go based on question. Because the guy, they look at you like, what? Like, like what do you talk? You make a hear. Yeah. Giving all sorts of cheeky answers and stuff. Bro. So we've come to the end of this episode. It's been a good one again. And before we head out, I just want to say that please follow our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram. It's ATW Podcast GCR. On TikTok, it's After the Whistle. And you can search us on YouTube. That's After the Whistle Podcast. Um, just remember to subscribe if possible. Give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you want to use to listen to us we are everywhere we are on apple podcast we are on spotify we are on deezer we are on amazon podcast google podcast anywhere you go find podcasts we did it you can also find us on listen to gcr.com where you can find all our episodes as well as episodes from all the other podcasts on the gold coast reports network like sincere yakara sex and sanity free your mind all them things 
so yet we've come to the end of another episode and thank you guys for joining us Corey crack Vangelda, who is us now tell you guys thank you very much for it's joining our pleasure us. man always fun and as we always say atw dominate the conversation neymar busquets Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga Messi dejando el balón para neymar atención ahí fuera del juego balón para luis suárez gol Va a golpear Cristiano, se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha, chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Curry.